Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava, and today is Friday, May 6th, 2022. It has been a busy day. I got up and got after it pretty early today, so I was really happy about that, and just really got into doing some sourcing, doing some research, and really trying to learn Amazon and some of the different options that you have on there, uh, particularly the replens model that you can do on Amazon. And so I've been doing a lot of research on that this week. It's just been kind of a grind because there's a lot of information to take in. There's a lot of different sources to go to. There's a lot of different variations of advice and just all sorts of things that you get throughout the industry of reselling. And so I've been trying to work my way through that, trying to work my way through a book that I've been reading and just trying to learn as much as I can and really soak it in kind of like a sponge because there is just so much information out there on Amazon. Some of it pertains to what I want to do. Some of it doesn't. If people are talking about wholesaling or private label issues, I kind of take this with a grain of salt because they're not necessarily things I want to do at the current moment, but I still keep them in the back of my mind because I do think that that's a possible option for me in the future, especially if I can really start to learn the platform of Amazon and scale it and really try and like build a real business out of it. So that's what I've been doing today. It's been a little bit of a grind. I've been doing a lot of research looking for items. I said I was focusing on the replens model and that's basically going to different stores that are out there, your Walmarts, your Targets, and then just several other stores across the country that carry main brand products. And the thing about products that are in a lot of these big box stores is that some of them are either like very hard to get for different parts of the country because they're not accessible in those areas or some stores are regional stores. And so you can't go and buy these items every day in some parts of the country or maybe you used a product and it went out of stock and they don't really supply it anymore but a lot of stores still have it but maybe your local stores don't what do you do well you could go to ebay but most people don't go to ebay because not everybody shops at ebay but almost everybody that i know has an amazon account and they still shop at amazon and they buy a lot of things from amazon so the first thing people could go do if they can't find it locally is go to amazon and There's a lot of products that you can buy for a set price in your local store, buy it at retail, and then you can sell it on Amazon at a additional markup because it is either harder to get that item in different parts of the country, people just want the convenience of being able to buy it on Amazon, and you're providing them a service without making them have to go either look for the product or have it shipped to their house from another company that's going to take longer, and so you can charge a little bit of a premium. And so there's a lot of products like this. They're called replens because they're replenishable. And that's kind of what I've been doing my research on. That's really the gist of what I know. And there's some other stuff that I've been taking in, but I'm not necessarily just going to try and like teach it all right now because I don't know how much of it I actually know versus just stuff that I've heard. I really want to work my way through the information, see what's legitimate, see what's not legitimate, and then bring it out on the podcast and talk a little bit about what my findings are and how you can use it to build an Amazon business for yourself. And so that's just what I've been working with right now. Nothing crazy, but just working through trying to figure out different ways to sell on Amazon. This is one of the best ways that I have been able to find so far. And so it's a little bit of a grind trying to figure out how to find different items that are not necessarily at on sale or anything like that. There's just a regular item in store that that sells better on Amazon. 
And if you think about it, most of these stores are very, very big companies. A lot of them are Fortune 500 companies and they are built to be profitable. And so you're not going to have Walmart wanting to lose out on potential profit that they can make on an item because you can sell it for two, three, four X on Amazon. And so you do really have to do your research. You do really have to kind of develop an understanding and almost, I think, a little bit of an eye for it. And, and that's kind of across the industry. Now, with this as well as everything else, it's still good to do research. It's still good to make sure that you're looking up stuff, looking up comps for things. But I do believe that with each type of reselling, you do develop a bit of an eye for stuff that sells well, whether you're doing your traditional just flipping random stuff like a retail arbitrage or an online arbitrage type of thing, or even if you do this replans model that I just mentioned, or if you start to do wholesale or private label, you have to develop a little bit of an eye for this sort of thing because if you didn't, it would still take you as long that on day 90 or or maybe you know day 356 or, th or 365 or whatever, like it would still take you the same amount of time if you weren't developing an eye for it and learning. So it obviously gets quicker. It obviously gets easier as the process goes on. And that's something that comes with experience. So that's just trying what I'm trying to work through right now is trying to figure out what do I need to do? What sorts of things do I need to understand? What sorts of products sell well? What sorts of products are duds? What categories are better? If I can eliminate a category that's just not profitable, all the better because then I don't have to worry about looking in a whole category of unprofitable items. I don't want to eliminate a category if there are profitable items in it though because that could be potential items I could sell on Amazon. So it's just working through these different things but I have seen and, and listened to podcasts and all sorts of things of people who have been able to sell using the model that I'm talking about on Amazon like several hundred thousand dollars on uh, on Amazon a month or not a month, a year and a lot of them are like not putting in much effort, it seems like. Like they're working really hard, but as far as hours go, there's not a ton of hours involved. So that's kind of a very like eye-opening thing for me because if you got somebody that can do a two to $400,000 a year gross revenue business on 20 hours a week of, of time, I mean, I can easily outwork that and get 80 hours a week in and just crush that because that's that's what I'm looking for. Something that I see there's potential just based on if you put in some effort, you'll get the results and then kind of really cranking the dial up to 10 and going, okay, I see what I see what I need to do here. Let's hire some virtual assistants. Let's build a process around this. Let's build some tools. Let's get everything that I really need to make this a, success, a successful business. And then let's really try and scale this thing. And so that's what I've been working on. I think a lot of that though, a lot of the tools that I'll be using that a lot of people don't use come from doing eBay. And so I do think that maybe if you haven't started reselling, don't stress that you're getting into Amazon, you don't know what to do and you feel like you're underwater, just start somewhere, right? Because that's like the main thing. If you can start somewhere, you'll develop systems, you'll develop things that work for you. And those translate very well, right? When I went to work at my first job out of school, I had a system that I developed to keep track of all the things that I do. And it was really good. I mean, it really kept me on task. I could make sure that I was not missing anything. If somebody was talking to me, I would tell them, hey, listen, for the rest of the time I'm here, anytime you talk to me, I'll probably be typing on my phone. I'm not texting. I'm writing down what you're saying. So just like bear with me. I'm listening to everything that you're saying, but I'm going to make sure that I have all the key points that you're telling me right now about this task written down so I don't forget them. And it really kept me like focused. It really helped me remember everything that I needed. 
and I had ways of tracking my assignments and how much I was progressing through them and stuff that really worked. And so when I went full-time, I did have a system in place. I did have to tweak it a little bit, obviously, because now I don't have to ask somebody what to do. I, I kind of have to figure that out on my own. But I did have a system in place that I could kind of translate over and say, okay, this is how I'm going to keep track of everything. This is how I'm going to track my week. This is how I'm going to track what I do each day. And I'm really going to try and work through this system, make sure I have everything down and squared away for what I've been doing each and every day. So that's kind of what... I, I I took from that, again, eBay to Amazon, similar stuff. I use Airtable. I'm going to use Airtable for Amazon. Most likely going to be using Airtable to store all my data on Amazon. It's much more easily sortable than a Google Sheet or an Excel. And so I quickly built out an Airtable sheet. It didn't take me very long. And it's probably going to be one of the more robust tools that I can use to track all the products that I found. I found not a ton, maybe 10 or 15 or so, but I've already thought of different ways that I can use the, the power of that sort of tool to basically help me avoid mistakes on Amazon. So if I see like one thing that people run into is with this model of, of selling, some random sellers who don't know what they're doing will go buy a product on from Walmart or from Target and list it on Amazon and let's say it is Hershey Kisses, right? Let's just say it's Hershey Kisses. Well, instead of listing the brand as Hershey, for whatever reason, when they make the Amazon listing, they'll list it as something absurd like chocolate as the brand, which isn't a brand. And so you can run into weird situations where companies can file IP complaints or you can get into trouble with Amazon because technically you're selling a brand that's not actually the correct brand. So if you're selling on a listing like that, you can be you can get into trouble with Amazon because chocolate's not the brand. Hershey's the brand. And so people have gotten into trouble for this. And so I, just looking at that and you can track the brand, especially with some of the tools that are out there. I use Asin Zen to kind of grab all the information off the page for me. It's a very robust tool. I set it up to grab the brand name and I'm going to be able to check and say, hey, if the brand name is within the item title, like what the item is called, then tell like that's good. That's a good thing because typically you put the brand name in the title, right? Tide Pods or uh, Hershey Kisses or like, you know, the brand's always there. But if it's not there, that could be a red flag to say, hey, this brand, whoever made this listing may have just been some bozo who didn't know what he was doing and completely screwed up the whole thing. And so now whenever it looks to see if Hershey Kisses has the word chocolate in it, well, it may because Hershey Kisses are chocolate, but it may not. And it may just be, it may just say Hershey Kisses, you know, whatever, 12 ounce pack and one bag. And then there's no chocolate in there. So when it says hey, the brand name that Amazon has listed here is chocolate. That, that doesn't seem right. I can't find it in the title. It'll throw up like one of those caution emojis for me. And so those are different things that I'm going to have to kind of alert myself. Hey, this is an issue. This is something I need to work with and see if, you know, I can actually, if this is something I could sell, if it's maybe just like a, a something that's wrong or if it's something I need to look more into. And the reason I want to build all that out is because eventually I'd like to outsource a lot of the research to a virtual assistant. And so virtual assistants are great, but sometimes they miss things. And especially if their English skills aren't as great, sometimes it can be tough for them to understand or sometimes they forget or who knows. They could have a multitude of things that happen day to day that they just, something's off and one day they miss. I don't want that miss that they have and me in turn to also miss it and then send an item like that into Amazon and get my account suspended. So just little things like that, little tools, little things I've developed to help me on eBay, things like that can really play into Amazon and really help me to be a successful seller on there as well. So the, re the reason I'm telling you all this isn't to make myself sound like I'm going to be the best Amazon seller out there. I don't believe that is the case at the moment, but you can take what you've learned in other positions, uh, other skill sets that you've taken in, whether it was in college, whether it's at a job, whether you're in, in high school and, and you're just like still trying to figure it out. 
Um, you can really take different skill sets that you can acquire or have acquired in these different positions, like like a high schooler. You could totally take a course in using, I think they have like Excel courses and stuff, at least my high school did. And sometimes they even offer like an entrepreneurship class where you'll actually get to like mock make a business or you actually do have to make a business. Stuff like that's invaluable. Or if you're at a job and you learn how to use Excel that way, like Excel is a very valuable skill to have, especially when you want to build a more robust spreadsheet to be able to track this stuff and even help you uh, in a greater way than just maybe tracking your items, but maybe see, hey, is there an issue with this listing or is this something I should look into? Or if you want to do any data analysis on it, stuff like that would be helpful to know a little bit more Excel for. So what I'm really trying to pull together here is take some of the skills that you've learned in other jobs and apply them to reselling and, and realize that if you do start somewhere, if you start in reselling, you start in business and you start to learn some of these different things, some of these different processes, systems that you can use, they'll translate to other businesses. It may not be one-to-one, but you'll at least have a framework with which you can operate within to go into these other businesses and start to work and kind of get up to speed a little bit quicker than somebody who's just completely brand new, very green and has no idea what they're doing. So hopefully that helps. That's kind of what I've been focused on today. Outside of that, there really wasn't a ton today that happened. I did a lot of research. There was one release. I think there was a cards release uh, for Tops. They did like this F1 release today. They sold out. Actually, it took a lot longer for them to sell out than I expected. I didn't go for it. I'm not a big sports cards person. I have like a lot of sports cards that I'm trying to sell on eBay right now. Retail was absolutely absurd on these things. I think it was around $700 to $800 a box, which is absolutely crazy. I think resales though, like around 1500 bucks right now. So crazy resale. We'll see what prices settle out at. Never underestimate the ability of kids to price tank, which is something that like I've learned throughout the years, though they look like they're going to be super profitable. If you did happen to go for those and you hit, congrats, you're probably going to do really well, especially if you can hold because you'll be able to make more money as the low wallers kind of sell out and, and the price kind of settles into a new high. You'll be able to make more money on those. So if you hit on those, congrats. Other than that, there really weren't a lot of releases today. No shoes, nothing that excited me, nothing that really freaked me out. Um, just kind of a normal day, and I'm just plugging along, trying to figure out Amazon and keep selling on eBay and making things happen. So with that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a great rest of your Friday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace. Thank you.